getting gluten. It sucks, right? You're feeling, you know, physically and sometimes mentally sick and you just feel like, I just want to push through this, get better as soon as possible. But sometimes pushing through and pushing your body past what it has the ability to do at that time isn't the most helpful thing. And implementing some self-care strategies and some strategies that you can minimize the risks in the future is the most helpful thing that you can do. That's what we'll be talking about on today's episode of a gluten-free podcast. Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people all around the world about some really helpful and inspiring things that they're doing in the gluten-free community, while also sharing my own story of living with celiac disease and being a gluten-free dad here in Australia. And I'm one busy gluten-free dad. I've just dropped off um, my youngest daughter to my mum-in-law, and we just had a swimming lesson before that, and I dropped off my eldest um, to her second week of uh, primary school and it's been a very eventful (laughs) morning to say the least Um, but look I am just so thankful that you know it's such a beautiful day here it's an awesome day and I know that both my girls are going to have a lovely day and I will myself because the sun is shining Uh, it was pretty cool this morning but the birds are out uh, the grass is green and honestly it is such a beautiful area that we live in and although I have had such a hectic morning it's never lost on me that uh, I get to live on this beautiful land on this awesome land that my family and I actually get to call home but anytime that I'm recording a podcast or doing anything living on this land I always remember that this is, was, and always will be Gundangara country. And the Gundangara people are the true custodians of this land. I would like to take some time to pay my respect to their elders, past and present, and acknowledge the stories, traditions, and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am not a health professional. So you may hear a lot of health and diet advice, obviously, this being a gluten-free podcast on this show, but anytime you hear anything related to health or diet on this show, please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to making any changes to your diet or your overall health, because what works for me specifically on this episode today or my guests in general, it may not work for you. So please always remember to do that. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So today's episode is a gluten-free thoughts episode. So if this is your first time listening to this podcast, um, I interview a lot of guests on this show, but each fortnight in between, I like to just insert a little bit about myself and what's going on in my own gluten-free journey and a little bit of a tie-in in between the guest episodes, some common themes that are happening and sort of tie that into you know my own thoughts about the episodes and the guests I've interviewed and sort of what's going on for me in my own gluten-free life. So last week we had Amy Vivian from uh, Capital FM. She's a Capital FM radio presenter there in the UK, and she shared her journey of celiac disease and IBS um, while being a radio presenter 
there. And uh, it was a fascinating episode. I really encourage you to go back and listen. Um, to be completely honest, I didn't know what to expect uh, interviewing Amy, but I found her extremely down to earth, um, very relatable, easy to talk to. And so blatantly honest, which is great. It's so good, but um, much more than I was prepared for. But it was, at the same time, fantastic to see someone in the media spotlight talk about celiac disease and the gluten-free diet. Um, you know, much more than I, I am used to. I usually hear, and we... I you know, actually vocalize this in our interview together, I hear people talk about, you know, being gluten-free when they're in the media spotlight and they're happy sometimes to talk about being gluten-free, but they won't go into celiac disease. And we chatted a little bit about that. You know, from my perspective, I think it's um, because they have endorsements with certain brands and, um, you know, they have affiliations with uh, certain people in their lives where it may not look like a good look on their publicity part if they start to talk about celiac disease and it might look like they're going too health heavy um, or just including the word disease sometimes just freaks people out, I guess. Um, bad PR in in like, you know, a lot of people's minds, I guess. Um, but apart from that, look, she's just, she was fantastic to speak to and uh, I had a, yeah, as I said, an amazing time interviewing her and learning about her journey and um but I wanted to touch on something that we actually chatted about at the very beginning of the episode. She posted uh, up on Instagram. Um, it was only about like a week or so before we were actually about to do the interview and that she got glutened. And I was actually going to look at rescheduling with her. I was going to contact her, but I thought, you know, just leave things in her own boat um, and see how she's feeling because I know myself, I'm not in a great state of mind after I've been glutened. Um, you know, even the preceding days or even a week afterwards, it takes a while to get back uh, on track sometimes, depending on your symptoms, depending on the severity, how much gluten you've ingested, etc. But yeah, I asked her, you know, um, about that experience of getting glutened and that she she basically said, look, it was sounds strange, but it was one of the best experiences I've had being gluten because she's done so much work on herself, understanding the gut microbiome and implementing self-care. So she took some time, you know, she said she just vegged out in front of the couch, um, just didn't eat for 24 hours, um, let that gluten really get out of her system. And she was just drinking water and she was just taking it easy, trying to de-stress, just trying to get the body back to normal. And then she just incorporated, you know, um, just normal fruit and veg and meat back into her diet for, you know, the preceding days um, after that and just letting her body get back to to some sort of normal um, after obviously, you know, having a bit of damage there and, and a bit of like a fair bit of inflammation, like everybody knows when they're, when they're being glutened. Um, and that's what works for her. And I wanted to chat to you about that today that she She's really listened to her body, you know, and implemented those self-care strategies, and that's really helped her. And I wanted to sort of um, use that as a bit of a platform to talk about some more strategies that we can sort of implement and and incorporate after we've been glutened or just, you know, if we're having a bit of a flare-up, an IBS flare-up or whatever it may be in our own gluten-free lives or in your loved one's gluten-free lives. Really, you know, listening to our bodies, we did an episode about this in our last Gluten-Free Thoughts um, uh, episode, that, you know, just truly listening to our bodies and what we need uh, is so pivotal. And obviously in Amy's journey, she has done that. She has been through that and it's really helped her. 
Um, but yeah, as well as listening to our bodies and implementing all those self-care strategies to get us back on track as soon as possible, there's some other stuff we can do as well. So, you know, which kind of lead down, it, it may not affect us directly, uh, but it may help other people in our community. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today is actually leaving reviews, leaving reviews for cafes and restaurants and letting them know when they've done either a really good job or a really bad job or you know somewhere in between and where they could improve. And look, I know the mistakes happen. No, and I, Amy and I and so many guests have talked about this. No matter how prepared we come into a situation and we may ask all the questions, phone up the restaurant or cafe beforehand and say, look, this is the dietary requirements I need. I need you to be really careful around cross-contamination. What are your protocols there? Do you have a separate fryer? Do you uh, prepare the gluten-containing food separate to gluten-free containing food? Do you have separate utensils? Do you, know, you store things in... Um, in areas where gluten is below the gluten-free food, so there's no chance of cross-contamination and things like touching each other and or like f- crumbs falling on each other, all that sort of stuff. There's so many questions to ask. We'll be right back after this short break. All right, let me ask you a question. Do you wish there were regular opportunities to meet up with others in the gluten-free community, at venues and with businesses who actually look after us gluten-free folk? Me too. And that's why I've started a gluten-free evening. A gluten-free evening is all about connecting with others who are gluten-free, learning from the owners of venues and businesses who are making safe gluten-free food for us. And you'll also walk away with a gluten-free goodie bag full of products, samples, and discounts from your favorite gluten-free brands. I know you're king. So do yourself a favor and visit the link in the show notes now to purchase the tickets and learn more. Can't wait to see you there, gluten-free fam. We now have a Facebook group for the show. Search a gluten-free podcast in groups and it'll pop right up. Come and join the conversation with other listeners where we're sharing ideas about current and future episodes and just have a chat about general gluten-free life. See you on there. All right, back to the podcast. Um, and we may do an actual, maybe an episode around that in the future, actually, just questions to ask specifically to, to a, uh, you know, to the wait staff and to a, um, a chef or just the restaurant in general. Uh, I'm, I will get an episode together around that specifically. I think that that would be really helpful, especially for people who are newly diagnosed. But look, there's all those questions we can ask. We can go through the script, the normal script that I'm sure many of you are used to, and then Crap can just happen, right? Something can go wrong. There can be a new wait staff person. They might have um, changed protocols in the kitchen. The chef might not have heard the people correctly because they're just under the pump. Uh, the wait staff might take out the wrong meal. It's gone to the wrong table, and then they haven't had time to come out and apologize and you know switch over the orders. Or look, any set of of things could happen, and you can get glutened. And at the end of the day, those mistakes do happen. But letting people know that you have gotten sick, most probably from this restaurant or cafe. I know it is such a hard thing. I was actually literally just talking to someone via DM this morning on Instagram and they got glutened and they're like 90% sure it was a place that um, they know there's a shared kitchen, a shared gluten and gluten-free containing kitchen. 
And they're 90% sure that they were gluten from that place. But they normally go there and they're normally really good. But it's the only thing that they can think of. And they actually got some leftovers taken home. But by the time they got home, they were so sick that they are too scared to eat those leftovers. It's a difficult thing. It's such a difficult thing. But if you have ruled out all the other factors, um, perhaps ringing those people up and just checking that those protocols are in place and... You know, it is hard slamming a place or a cafe or restaurant, but I think the best approach is often just to just to DM them or, you know, on social media or give them a call and just ask to double check, you know, did everything go okay with the meal? Um, just to reiterate, I have celiac disease. I'm gluten-free. I was just checking because I got sick the other day and I have gone through, you know, every single outcome that I possibly could about the food that I've eaten prior to that. And it only could be from your place. And just to reiterate that you're not slamming them. You're just letting them know that, you know, you really appreciate that they made an effort, but perhaps they should relook at their protocols just in case. Um, and, and that may just be a reminder for them to, to go back into the kitchen to talk to their wait staff, to check all those protocols in place. It can actually be a really good thing for a cafe or restaurant. And I've been glutened at a few cafes or restaurants, um, one very early on in diagnosis, and they were nearly a 100% gluten-free cafe um, uh, at the time. And look, I kept on going back there because I knew that it was just one mistake from one wait staff. And they just didn't have things labeled at that time and it was a bit of a busy day. I didn't go in myself. Someone else went in for me and it was just one of those things. You know, these mistakes do happen. But if we can be the ones to chase that up and to actually leave, you know, let let these people know, you know, to give them the criticism that is needed to keep not only ourselves safe, but our community safe at the same time. It's super important. It's super important. So please, if you have a bad review, um, you know, you don't have to make that public. But at the same time, uh, perhaps if, you know, if the people are really blase about it and they don't actually care and you get really bad uh, service or a disregard for your celiac disease or being gluten-free in the first place, absolutely. Give that a review online. I think that that should be out there. But I think if people are trying and you're asking the questions and they're really um, wanting to look after you and you can see that they're really trying and they mess something up, that sucks. And from an awareness point of view, that's just because more things need to happen and there needs to be more training in place with uh, not only celiac disease, but all dietary requirements. Um, Hear all the time about nut allergies and people having anaphylactic reactions. And uh, obviously, there's so much more awareness that needs to happen around this space. But at the same time, especially around celiac disease and the gluten-free diet. Um, but I think, you know, often when people are, are really trying, it's it, it can just be a small mistake and that small mistake can get us glutened. So it's not often, you know, not it's, it's a very hard thing to discuss because I don't believe that you should leave a review that should be out there online for everybody to see because i don't think that that's fair on that restaurant or cafe but perhaps that would be a a factor that would help them to check their protocols in the future and really assess how they're doing things and look the same goes for when you have a very good experience and i really want to nail down on this if you have a good experience at a cafe or restaurant 
eating gluten-free and you see that they're really going above and beyond and they know all the questions and they've got a separate fryer and they do actually understand around like not using the same utensils and cleaning surfaces and cleaning pans and just going next level and creating a space for you for your gluten-free meal and you know that they've done a great job and you obviously have a great experience and you don't get sick from that restaurant please 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 give them a review tag them on social send it to all your gluten-free friends and leave google reviews and yelp if that's still a thing out there and freaking every you know food review site that you can do facebook and instagram and do a like whatever you do what is it a tweet (laughs) it's not even a tweet anymore it's an x Whatever, all on all social medias, and I'm absolutely social media numpty. If you haven't already figured that out, um, please, please spread the word about those places that are doing a good job because they need it. Often, uh, they aren't getting enough business because the word isn't out there for them. But once the word does get out there for them, the gluten-free community does do such a fantastic job at spreading the word, and it's just. Basically, your own PR and marketing team right there (laughs) because there is still such a limited amount of places that we can usually eat, um, depending on where you are in the world. But please, please leave good reviews as well. But give the feedback, the criticism that's necessary if a place does screw up and you know for a fact that they've screwed up please talk to them or get one of your loved ones or your friends or family, whoever is with you on that, you know, that time that you're there at the restaurant or cafe and they witnessed it or, you know, they may not be there. Just get them to do it on your behalf if you feel too awkward about doing it because it's super important, not only for yourself, as I said, but also for the whole gluten-free community. So that's where I want to leave you today. I know that was a bit of a rant. Um, as always, I do have a little bit of a rant on these uh, gluten-free thoughts episodes, but um, I think these issues are great to talk about because it's just what we go through, isn't it? It's what we go through in our own gluten-free lives. And speaking of which, something that is brought up so many times on our podcast Facebook group, a gluten-free podcast Facebook group, you can go search that. Um, and it's a little growing community. It's so cool to chat to everybody on there. One of the issues that keeps on coming up is travel around celiac disease. And look, we are going to chat to someone who has done a lot of travel, a lot of cool travel, um, and has a great Instagram account. I found his Instagram account ages ago when I was just, it was maybe even before I was actually diagnosed, I had my positive blood tests and I maybe hopped on, hopped on Instagram and found his account. Uh, he started out doing memes, but then he sort of started to show his face a bit more and where he was traveling. And uh, it's fantastic. He's showing the world that you can travel gluten-free. And um, he's just a fantastic guy to chat to. And I can't wait for you to hear that episode coming out next week. It's a good one. It's a real good one. So if you are looking at traveling somewhere soon um, or you know, into the future, if you're traveling domestically or internationally, all these tips, he's going to share a lot of tips and there's a lot of pieces of gold in there. So I can't wait for you to hear that one. But Gluten-Free Fam, thank you so much uh, for all your support as always listening to this podcast. I love seeing how and when and where you're listening to this podcast. So please, if you're posting it up on socials, give us a tag. We're a gluten-free family on Instagram. Um, Our tag 
our um, handle, that's the word, is a.gfamily. Uh, and ov- obviously, we still have the, um, the Facebook group as well. So please hop on there too. Um, and I'll put that link in the show notes. Please come on there and chat to everybody. It's so much fun connecting with everybody there too. And, um, and we have so much happening over the next couple of months. Uh, so many guest episodes. I have overbooked myself as always, but I love doing this show and I love keeping it up for you guys and pumping out all these guest episodes for you and chatting to you as well. Just sitting down and chatting, it often um, helps to just sit down and get stuff out vocally or on paper or however it works for you. But this has been really therapeutic in my own gluten-free journey, um, just chatting, uh, doing these episodes. So look, I'm going to stop waffling. I have got a guest episode to get to in uh, 15 minutes. (laughs) So I better hop off here. And um, so many great guest episodes coming up for you, but please stay tuned. Go back and listen to um, the episode with Amy Vivian, if you haven't already from last week and stay tuned for next week. All right, guys. Have a great week and I'll chat to you soon. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time. Bye for now.